Hello. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's we're me. back. <laughs> and me. Episode six. That's nuts. I know. Wow. And here's to at least six so more. So close to double digits. And still going strong <laughs> with like... listenership. Okay, so I was going to mention that. Um, so the Anchor app that we use to record this gives us a little bit of like analytics and data That's on our it. listenership. And yeah, I feel like I am never sure how much I can believe it because I feel like some of it is like very clearly incorrect. But according to this app, we have at least one listener in both Sweden and Singapore. What? <laughs> right? Are they lost? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I would think that, I mean, I don't actually know what's going on in either of those countries, like, at all. But I got to imagine that they're both handling COVID better than the United States. Oh, 100%. States. So I, I don't hope even have to do research. Right. So I would hope there's, like, more to do in those countries and just listen to our podcast if you've never met us. But, like, if you, if there is actually a listener, like, who exists in those countries, we love you. Thank you for the support. Get in touch. Wow. Thank We'd love you to so know, much. Like, yeah. For you, I will give you uh, my Instagram. It is. Yes. Yeah. None of your business. No, I'm <laughs> It is at M U N Groovy. Oh, okay. So I should follow yeah, you. You should follow me, but mostly for our <laughs> listeners because I love to interact with people. And as you can right. tell from this podcast, um, I love to talk. So as long as those girls are <laughs> listening, we'll be talking. You want to get started? All right. Yeah, oh, let's get started. Yeah. Okay, time for the flagship segment. Oh, I love that we have that. <laughs> Our minds. <laughs> all right, bite fight. Are you all right? Um, do you want to start this week? No. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Of What's course. your bite? Okay, so yesterday my my big thing of the week was going to this like pumpkin and cider like fall takeover Ooh. at this craft beer shop in town um with Kyle and Anthony. Hello. The best. Um this shop is actually we found out it is co-owned by like two of our teachers from high school. <laughs> Which is so interesting and so classic of where we live. Like, of course, that's happening. <laughs> what did they teach? Do you remember? Can you say that? One taught bio and one taught English. And the English one was absolutely the best. Oh, I love that. He wrote my letter of recommendation for college, which really you shouldn't even need to go to college, but whatever. And he was just, he like, was the best. Was... Like, I remember hmm. once my boyfriend was being really mean to me over text and I was just like freaking out during class and he like listened to me break down in the hallway about my about my gay no. problems in high school and now here you are drinking at his like pumpkin fall bar yes. takeover however many so years my later bite, it's actually a drink that I had there so basically the whole thing with the takeover is like everything is like fall themed so everything pumpkin and all the different ciders and it was just and they did flights of mm. six, which I feel like you never see anywhere. Ooh, that's I game know. changing. So I had so many good ones, but my recommendation and my bite for this week will be the Down East Pumpkin Blend. Ooh, <gasps> first of all, Down that East just so makes really good ciders in general. 
But this one, the description is apples pressed with pumpkins, aged with chai tea, which, by the way, is redundant, but whatever. Chai tea spices <laughs> from Watertown, Massachusetts. And I was like, wow, okay. Um, I just got so excited during that sentence. And it was just so good. Like, it was good enough where I tried it in my flight and then I ordered a whole pint of it. So, oh, I love like, that. That's how happens. you know that something is good. So everyone, wow. be on the lookout I... for that. What, do you think? Am, am I going to see it? Like walking I don't down know, the you street? You never know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll find myself in Watertown, Massachusetts, in the near future. I don't anticipate that. But you never know. You sleepwalking never know. or something. <laughs> okay, what's yours? <laughs> okay, mine. So. We we've established that I will not go into any details about my Ooh. my job. Like we we know this, but I will say for the purposes of this bite is uh, this past week some of my colleagues and I went to um, this was like not where we were working, but nearby to where we work there is uh, one of the local hospitals and it has like um, just kind of like a, a coffee place, um, not just any coffee place. Tim Hortons, uh, if you're from yes. Western New York. You know, um, that's like one of the big chain coffee places. Anyway, the hospital like on the main floor has like a Tim Hortons and we were just going there for like a little bit of food and a coffee break. Um, To be clear, this is not the place that we were working. It was simply nearby the building that we were working in. Anyway, so Tim Hortons, it's like I feel like it's kind of on the same level as like a Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts. Like it's not like a niche like super fancy coffee place it's like very standard coffee and they also do like donuts and stuff i I guess much like dunkin donuts um but i like it i mean i you you know i'm a bit of a coffee snob and i rarely buy just black coffee from like any chain place i prefer to make my own but if i am doing that i feel like tim hortons has decently good black coffee and i'm also a pretty big fan of their food um so they're like all over buffalo and i think they're actually like they started in canada and they're all over like western new york so we were there and that leads me to my bite of the week i decided to treat myself even though this was on monday i don't know what i thought i had earned by my half day of work in the week thus far but i went with the tim hortons chicken panini for my lunch and it was i mean i've had it before and it absolutely met if not exceeded my expectations um let me yeah, let me break down the ingredients. There's like bread, cheese, and chicken in this. Fancy. Uh, expertly blended. And uh, there's just a certain Jenny Sequa. I-, I don't know if they do anything special with the chicken. Um, actually, one of the previous weeks, um, they were out of chicken entirely. Um, and like all of their little food things they sell are like chicken based. So uh, there was a psychiatrist who she's like not my psychiatrist, but I'm like vaguely aware of her um, through like some friends um, who was in line behind me. And she was trying to order this chicken panini. And I, I was like waiting for my coffee when they told her like, oh, sorry, we're out of chicken. And she's like, are you kidding me? Is this a joke? <laughs> I was just like, I feel you. But luckily this past week, they restocked on the chicken. I got my chicken panini. My week of work was otherwise completely uneventful and boring, but that was probably the Well, I'm so happy for you and also would never think to order something chicken-based at Tim Hortons. I know you you don't think of it, but their their food selection is like, honestly, I think a little bit more, um, I don't know, like widespread than a place like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. And like, unlike Starbucks, at least the food doesn't cost like 
six or seven dollars per Interesting. thing. Interesting. Their it's hot like cocoa sure. is so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the like specialty yes. drinks, like caramel ice cap. Mm. I wish it. they had more of them. Tim Hortons. Do they have any? I like don't I don't know, know like any. where the limit is. This is unfortunate. Yeah, I think it's like mostly a Canada, Western New York thing. But anyway, Tim Hortons sponsor the podcast if you want. I don't know. We don't really like corporations though, so we probably wouldn't be down for this that. This one, this one would be a maybe. <laughs> okay. Do you have a fight? Do I have a fight? I have a fight at. I could pick someone three sixty-five days a year, but <laughs> for our episode number six, my celebrity fight pick is. Lana Del Rey. Yes, thank you. Oh my god. I literally just retweeted something like being mad about her like right before we started it's recording. It's like so I knew ahead. it. She <laughs> she I try not to think about her too much because she just like pisses me off. But today I saw a photo of her wearing a mask that was basically made of yes. mesh. So it's not really covering yes. anything. And I was like completely was like, what is the point of this? Like why would you do this? And I don't know what I expected of her. Like she dated a cop and she went on that rant yep. criticizing the culture for letting like all of these amazing female artists like become famous, like Ariana and Cardi B and Kehlani and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And she was just very particular with the people that she listed. Yep. So I like right. what, what's wrong with this woman? What does she, why why is she famous? <laughs> I think by now we can pretty clearly say like she is racist. I, one, like she's I'm given 100%. us more than enough evidence. Um, why why do we let her become famous? It's because she did that song for the Great Gatsby movie. Like all of her music sucks. I, I hate her music too. To like it. even if she was an amazing person, I I've can't listen to it. Music. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not sorry. Yeah, she's really annoying. But <laughs> maybe if I was like, I don't know, like a cigarette smoking like Staten Island living person in like the year 1955 I would stand her music but I have always thought it sucks I've actually tried several different times like over the years to get into it because so many people are obsessed with her I'm like am I missing exactly. something like I feel like I and no. no we're not we know everything they're missing something <laughs> that's right the thing I retweeted was about so I guess she had this like fan meet and greet indoors like this week which is ridiculous like there's still a pandemic miss del rey but uh and she got you know some criticism because there were lots of pictures of her wearing a mesh mask which you may as well not wear a mask at all it's literally the same and i think like her sister had put out a statement that i saw on twitter there was like oh like even though it was indoors like she maintained a six foot like social distance from everybody and somebody had quote tweeted it and it was like the six foot in question and it's a picture of her like hugging a fan like their heads are literally touching taking a photo at this event like she clearly did not like not only was she essentially not wearing a mask she was going right up next to people Ew! i never want to be that close to anyone ever again everyone take (laughs) note of that especially Especially and especially guys on dating apps just know that (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm i'm mad that i didn't think of her i was i was so happy when i thought of her i was like wow i have so many opinions here and all of them are correct Um, if anyone wants to discuss her music sucks her personality sucks her understanding of the current pandemic sucks um anything else on her no i think we covered it what what would you 
say is next on your list? <laughs> okay, so my fight is not an individual person, although particular individuals what? come to mind, and I will name them. But the big issue that I would like to discuss for my fight this week are the celebs who, for the past, like, six months or so, are just every single day getting on their Instagram story, like, screaming at me to vote. And I just, I have a little bit to say about this. Like, people that come to mind, I feel like Katy Perry does this a lot. Ariana Grande, obviously, like, at least she did a little bit more in, like, having voter registration drives at her concerts, like, the last couple of years. But, um, like, most of the stuff that she's been posting these days has been about, like, oh, remember, there's a primary if you live in, like, South Dakota today. I'm like, hate to break it to you about what happens at primaries in South Dakota. But anyway, people like that who the entirety and some of their political engagement as an extremely, extremely rich person is posting on their Instagram story telling people to vote, like, once a week. Like, doing it once, if you're a person with, like, major, major reach and, you know, millions of followers, like, sure, okay, fine. But like doing it repeatedly and not doing anything else is just like it, it makes me see that oh they're only interested in engaging in like political activism when it's just like the easy thing of like taking a screenshot of saying how to sign up to vote and doing that like over and over again like you'd never see them like i mean covid aside like canvassing for political candidates um you know donating or boosting actual like radical organizations that are doing like mutual aid projects outside of electoral politics um you'll never even see them like you know calling people who are registered to vote and trying to like convince them of which candidate to vote for i feel like it's always just this ambiguous idea of like vote hard emoji like voting is inherently good like at least tell me who you think I should vote for and like do things to support that candidate in particular. Um, you know, these extremely rich celebs who have tens of millions of dollars and all the time and resources in the world to, you know, support smaller organizations who are actually like bailing people out of jail and helping people like pay their rent so they don't get evicted and, you know, just paying for food and meeting the basic needs of the most like marginalized people in society. Like they could be doing that. Like, that's what I would be doing if I woke up with, like, $100 million in my bank account. I would not just be, like, posting, like, New York, remember, there's a primary today, heart emoji, like, on my Instagram story every week. Yeah, we're all registered to vote. We're all going to vote for the right person. Like, we get it. Like, do anything else in terms of engaging with politics. That's that's my take. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making any good points, but <laughs> that's that's my fight for the week. And it's not only Katy Perry. There's plenty of other people who do this, too. Um, but she's the one who came to mind. So I don't know if you have anything more to say on that. I don't think I, I do. I, I could definitely talk more about why I want to fight Katy Perry in general. But, you know, we can just move <laughs> on, I feel. Okay. Okay. Well, after after all that, are you all right? Um, are you all right? Jeez. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay. I had a nice night out last night with my friends, you know, yes. and I did a lot of cleaning today, which was nice because I just had like the longest week at work ever. I'm like, mm. oh, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those weeks, you know, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. it's nice because I have off on Monday because our CEO just gives us like random days off every month um, because of the pandemic, nice. which is great. 
um, his name is Doug, so we call it Doug Day. So I have a Doug <laughs> Day on Monday, and then I only That's have so to work cute. on Tuesday because on Wednesday I am leaving for a cross country yes. road trip to Colorado. What? What? Which is so nuts to say out loud. I know. I'm so excited I for you. I am kind of like freaking out, but also I'm so excited. I, wow, I really just can't remember the last time I was so excited about something. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be weird, probably, but it'll be fun. Do you want to like tell the listeners where you're going or like generally where you're going or do you not want to share that information? Sure. Yeah. So I think the people who would are listening to this are the people that I'm going with or to see. Well, there's that person in Sweden. Yes. So person in Sweden, I am driving out with two of our friends from college, (laughs) Sebi and Zach. Zach who actually works with me now. So now we're friends in real life too. Is that analyst of the month? That's analyst of the the quarter, quarter? Zach. Wow, congrats. Um, Even though I'm mad that he didn't tell me that he won that because I also won that Mm -hmm. when I had his job. So now our names are like on the same award list. So, Well, you guys can talk about it when you're together on the road trip. So we will be driving, leaving on Wednesday. I have no idea where we're stopping because we're only there to sleep. So also, I don't want (laughs) to tell you guys that. (laughs) And... (laughs) We are going, our end destination is Boulder, Colorado. We're going to visit my, my heart and soul. One of my best friends in the world, Allison, my girl. Miss you, Allison. Allison, We miss you like crazy. I can't wait to see you. It's so crazy that this is happening. I literally, Literally. if I talk about it too much, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I like, I'm so jealous. I wish I would be coming on this trip if I didn't have to work. So I'm, I... Like, I just so really need, I needed to do, to do something like this because I think everyone can get the sense that generally I don't do much. <laughs> well, which is the correct, which is correct, you know, thing yes. to be doing these but, days. Like, I do the bare minimum. So this is, <laughs> this is big. I'm and so I can't happy, wait to talk about uh, it. So you, you know what? I changed, I know when I started talking, I said, yeah, I'm okay. But now that I'm thinking about this, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Yes. yes. Are, Let's are go. Right, yeah. So, despite the little uh, little rants I went on in the last segment, um, I at least for this are you all right segment, I was intentionally going to focus on uh, a few things that you know are positives in my life since the last time oh, we yes. recorded. I was going. Yeah. So I was going for a run this morning, and I was just you know clearing my head and thinking, and I, I thought of three individual things, and I was like, wow, I am like grateful for this and this is making me happy lately and one of them is running so you may listener girl listening to this podcast remember that uh a while ago a few episodes ago i talked about just getting back into running after like a multi-year injury that like required surgery and like kept me out of running for a long time and now i'm just like finally getting back into it um so i'm, I'm still doing it um i'm back to the last couple times i did four miles at sub nine minute pace which is not quite as good as I was, you know, two years ago before I hurt myself, but it's, it's getting, you know, back closer to that. So I was really happy to be able to get back to being able to do that. Um, and have not, you know, like torn my ACL or something that would probably happen to me. So that's, that's fun. Um, second thing is that both of us actually got tickets to see Rina Sawayama oh, in yeah. concert. 
in late October 2021, like literally more than a year away. And we got tickets to see her in Brooklyn, which to be clear, I do not know like where I will be working next year. I don't find that out until March. So I could be working, you know, in DC, in Chicago, hopefully in New York City. Um, Also like there's COVID. So hopefully there will be concerts by October, 2021. Um, We just kind of shrugged and said, it's Rina Sawayama. You know, she made one of the best albums that anyone has this year and we fucking love her. So uh, hopefully, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Everyone wear a mask, social distance, do better than Lana Del Rey so that me and Steph can go see Rina in October, 2021. I am begging you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then last is I've gotten to skincare. I've started my skincare. Oh yeah. It's over. uh, Last week. Literally. It's over for you guys. <laughs> Literally, I like just FaceTime Steph, I think like Monday or Tuesday, and I was like, Hey, I've been thinking about getting into skincare. Like, what would I what would I do if I was getting because I knew nothing. And like, I was ready. Luckily Oh, she was ready. Like, luckily I am blessed with like, you know, not really very many skin problems, if any, since like I was a teenager. So I just kind of like got by with showering regularly and like splashing water on my face every now and then, which is ridiculous that I was still doing that. Like as recently as the last time you heard us on this podcast, but I don't know. I just like saw a lot of things uh, online on social media. I was like, Oh, well I'm sure there's more I could be doing and should be doing like just for health and wellness reasons, even if I don't have like major skin problems myself. So I just asked Steph and she was ready. She had all the recs. She recommended me what it's uh, makeup for women of color, right? Yeah, on Twitter. That's my baby. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we love her shout. Obviously I'm not a woman of color, but um, there's a lot of general skincare tips that I think Steph has learned from and transmitted to me that are, you know, uh, worthwhile for anyone to listen to. So I've been doing it. Um, I'm just on the, you know, basically cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen right now, but um i i already feel like my skin is softer i feel so good when i like head out to work in the morning i feel like i'm really glowing i don't know if i am or not nobody has commented on it like in real life yet so who's to say but i'm excited it's it's fun for me and it's a new thing to you know stave off the boredom of yes quarantine. and to emphasize for everyone listening again that routine is so basic it is just cleanser moisturizer and in the morning sunscreen you should yep. be washing your face you could be doing it too in the morning when you wake up and right before you go to bed and you should be wearing mm-hmm. sunscreen every day even if it's raining even if you don't think you're going outside that day UV rays can still come inside your house even if you live in a city with that gets roughly two days of sun per year like buffalo new york you yeah, need even to be in doing the winter because like like rihanna said yeah. it's the ignorance for me UV rays do not go away <laughs> in the winter that's right. That's right. You, you you want to prevent the aging and, you know, keep that skin dewy and glowing like oh, us. I love being described as dewy and glowing. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. We've gone a little long on this segment. I think that's all that I have to say. I, I agree. We're back. Hello, with something new. Oh my gosh, why don't you tell them what we're doing, new segment. So this is Q&A, which Woo. is really just helping me fulfill my dream of like being an influencer, you know? <laughs> Same, I love... I wouldn't even say dream, my destiny. True, true. 
Because I love to interact with people and talk about myself. So <laughs> I love to ace and cues. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. So last week we solicited some cues via Instagram and we got a few uh, submitted and uh, a few submitted by people who will mention and a few more submitted by people who asked to be, remain anonymous. So we will answer them. We're going to give our honest answers. I'm so excited. Do you want to start? Right. Yeah. So our first question comes from loyal listener uh, Lewis, and he asks, would you rather be a chicken in a human's body or a human in a chicken's body? What? <laughs> Some of these I don't think we shared. Uh, you did not share this. So that's your first time hearing that. Do you, do you need a repeat? Yes, please. Okay, so Lewis asks, would you rather be a chicken in a human's body or a human in a chicken's body? I have, like, a this one, I feel like I have a clear answer on. Okay, you can go. Okay, I would rather be a chicken in a human's body because I feel like if I was a, like, if I was the other one, a human in the chicken's body, I'm assuming that I retain all of the, like, higher cognitive abilities of humans and I just kind of realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm stuck in a chicken's body. I can do significantly less than, you know, every other human can. Also, I feel like with birds, like, you would think, like, oh, at least I get to fly, um, even if I can't, you know, do a lot of normal human things. But chickens can't fly, I think, right? No, they cannot. Right. So you're not even getting that. So for me, I feel like it's pretty clear. If I was a chicken in a human's body, that's just, like... That's like you won the chicken lottery. Like, I'm just... Is it? My chicken brain, I'm unaware. But you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in my own human body. <laughs> like, it's no different. That's true. See, I think I would rather be the opposite. Really? Yeah. Because then, like you said, I have higher cognitive abilities, so I could be, like, the leader of the chicken. <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> and then we could organize and be like, okay, we don't want to lay eggs anymore for you... <laughs> take from us <laughs> you so form to, a like, chicken be union. the leader of the revolution <laughs> also chickens have that wagon <laughs> wow okay chickens are literally shaped like that is the ideal shape hourglass they're shaped like the number six <laughs> and i love it that's my dream <laughs> so you're just gonna be walking in like thick as fuck forming a union <laughs> Like radicalizing the the rest of the hen house. This is my only chance to be thick, Jesse. Let me have it. <laughs> Honestly, I I'm not gonna say you convinced me. I'm still sticking with my answer, but you make a compelling case. Oh yes. <laughs> Great question, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we had a couple more submitted by Sky, so thank you for that. One is asking us to rank our top five Ariana Grande songs. Um, I think we will defer that to that could be like its own segment on a later podcast we definitely you know we'll do that at some point but greedy is in my top five it should have been a single greedy anyway, should have been a ahead. single uh numbers one through five greedy uh moving on next question um sky asks steph who is your favorite friend and why is it sky <laughs> do you have a comment so I think I'll just comment on that because I love to talk about Sky and my relationship. I think it's extremely unique <laughs> in the sense that we worked together at a Girl Scout camp as lifeguards for, I think, I want to say two summers, but maybe it was three. It was so long ago. And we live so far apart that we only, we're, we call each other once a year friends. 
Oh. And I love it. It's cause, like once a year we'll do like a big event. So like two years ago I went to Warwick, which is not where either of us live. It's just a place, obviously. <laughs> and we just did like a winery day and it was so lovely. And then last year we saw Ariana Grande together. Yes. And that was our big once a year event. Wow. So unfortunately, that will probably not happen this year. But that's okay. Also, Sky's birthday is 420, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow, amazing. So Sky also gave me a personalized question. She says, Jesse, what is your profession? <laughs> so unfortunately, I, I cannot divulge that. That is a state secret with important consequences for national security. But I will say that my profession is readily accessible um, on my Instagram page. And uh, I know Sky follows me. Uh, you, the listener, the girl listening to this podcast, likely also follow me. And you probably already know what my profession is. Um, but if, if not, even though it is a state secret, um, I think you'll be able to figure it out by uh, just a quick browsing through even my most recent Instagram post. So I'll just leave that hint and kind of leave it at that. That's his way of saying you're stupid. <laughs> no, I would never. He's like, just look at my Instagram bio. God. No, no. I wish I could tell. Just, you know, answer the question. Um, it's, a, it's a valid question. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. A few years down the road <laughs> on this podcast. Episode On episode 342, I will tell you guys what my job is. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Next question. Okay. I have one from another one of our most loyal listeners, my baby Kyle. Yes. He has, he has two questions for us. Number one, what is your favorite memory together? Oh and I asked gosh. him for clarification because I thought he was talking about me and him, but he was talking about me and you. So, Oh, us two. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I also assumed it was like you and him. Oh, interesting. I had not thought about that at all yet. This um, is like, this was so difficult for me. Wow. Oh my! And you you go first because I, I have like to think. Everything we do together is so great it's so iconic you know like we just because i think we just see each other so infrequently that every single time it has to be like a thousand percent right and it always is like we never fail to deliver yeah but i think my our, my favorite memory it's the morning after formal senior year <laughs> you i slept at your house obviously for everyone listening jesse's house had like this weird random mattress in their living room and even though I lived closer to the bar where we were going out, I would walk back with Jesse just so I could be with my friends for longer. <laughs> and then I would sleep on the mattress in their living room. Yep. Going so out I did of that. your way. I literally going out of my way. Like I used to live basically next to the bar and I would walk like a mile. <laughs> it was so far. <laughs> it was so interesting. Anyway, the morning after formal, I was obviously still wearing my dress and I looked so good. I was wearing this white dress. It had like all these cool cutouts in it. Ugh. It's so amazing. And Jesse let me wear his tour guide windbreaker over my, ja- <laughs> my dress. And then we went to Popeye's together. And do you remember uh, who else was at the Popeye's that morning? No, who was at the Popeye's? So that was the same morning where we were just there eating our Popeye's together. You in your formal dress and my tour guide of the month windbreaker. And me, I think, in kind of standard clothes that I slept in. And this guy walks in and we're like, we're sitting in the Popeye's. And he walks in to order, like, to order in and, like, eat his Popeyes in the Popeyes, not a drive through And he is carrying, like, a three-foot-tall hookah machine. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yes. 
And he just like sat down, got his Popeyes and like alternated between eating his Popeyes and like, I don't even actually remember if he smoked the hookah or if it was just like sitting very prominently on his yeah, table. Yeah, like taking care of it yeah. and admiring it during his meal. But it was, I feel like he, I don't know if somebody gave him the heads up like, hey, there's a weird mood in this Popeyes today. This girl's in a dress. Uh, there's a tour guide jacket. Um, they both had formal last night. You need to like you know, step your game up. And he's like, got it. I will bring my three foot tall hookah machine to this podcast. It was amazing. It was such a pleasant morning. So I think <laughs> that, and of course, every other thing that we do together, that is my favorite memory. Right. Okay. Um, I love that. That's definitely going to be on my list. I feel like just off the top of my head, since I have not prepared for this question in advance, I can't pick one. Some immediate like favorites that come to mind would be that one. Um, I would probably say the uh, the Rochester art auction last year. And oh man, <laughs> <laughs> um, just briefly, uh, we were told we were so one of our many times visiting Rochester last year. Um, to all of our Rochester friends listening to this, hello, we love you. Um, miss you. We miss you. Um, we were told we were going to like this masquerade party, and it technically was like a masquerade, but mostly it was just like a very bougie art and like other things auction. Like, things were selling for, like, over $1,000. We were not rich enough to be there. I don't know how we got in. Yeah. And we were just, like, sitting way in the back, like, drinking wine and just vibing. <laughs> like this... It was so strange. And they were giving out, like, cider and beer samples. Yeah. And the guy was packing it up. And I was, like, a little – I was feeling it a little bit. So I went up to him and I asked him if I could keep, like, the growler with the <laughs> cider that cider samples that come in. And he was like, yeah, just stop by and fill it up sometime. And I was like, I don't live here, but okay. <laughs> so he gave me this free growler, which was so cool. <laughs> Ever since then, like, we always refer to that as proof that, like, you could literally just put us anywhere and we would find a way to have fun. Like, it was the most strange situation ever. <laughs> but we... And the group of people we were with was so random, too. It was just like, okay, we have to have fun, so let's just do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we did. And it was great. So that, that's definitely high on the list. I think another one that uh, comes to mind is when we saw Lord together. Oh, man. So that In was... Newark, New Jersey? Newark, New Jersey. So this is 2018. Um, I had an exam, like a big final exam that morning in Buffalo. I took it, immediately got in my car, started driving to Newark, New Jersey, which is, I think, like probably like a seven-hour drive, maybe a little bit more. You're um, nuts. Where us and a few of our other friends, uh, we all went to see Lord together. We stayed at a literal one-star hotel in Newark, New Jersey. It was so sketchy. Yeah. Like, some of the reviews were like, yeah, like, there was blood on the walls when we checked in, but, like, our stay was uneventful. And <laughs> we just were like, yeah, we'll stay here. It's fine. It was so strange. And just the whole night. I remember, now that it's two years ago, I guess I could talk about it pretty openly. I literally snuck in, like, I don't, like, a joint, I think. <laughs> And to the like, prudential center <laughs> there was literally like a family behind us and the woman is like you have to stop and i'm like <laughs> i can't i i'm at lord literally like, like my best friend just drove seven hours across an entire state to get here right and lord is here and it was a great concert like she put on a great show i remember like this big memory I have is they turn off all the lights and we're at like the literal top row of like a major stadium. So we're like so high up. 
and she turns off all the lights to do writer in the dark and we all like pull out everyone's like pulling out their phones to like put the lights on and we all like have our arms around each other and we're all just like screaming and i'm just like oh my god this it was is... such a nice moment literally like... and then there was when she started playing team and you were like oh my god it's perfect places <laughs> <laughs> okay, I forgot about that. yeah that was I... so funny because she had just played perfect places <laughs> I had had a couple beverages at that point, and I heard the I opening notes I of Team so much. <laughs> that was when we came up with the term Uberita. Oh my god! Wait, was that it? Yes. Just so everyone knows, an Uberita is when you get like one of the Bud Light like strawberries, or in my 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 preference is a Mangorita, and you take it with like you buy this drink specifically to bring in the Uber with you. <laughs> so it is your Uberita. I didn't even know that we invented that term, let alone that that's when we invented it. Yes. Wow. I I did that. I can't say that I've done much, but I did come up with that term. Wow. Influencer. That and Granyan for Grand Canyon. Oh, I, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I'm sure if I kept thinking about it, I could think of a million more favorite memories together. But I think those, those, so fun. those are some of the top ones. Wow, I miss you. Oh, I missed you too. Okay. Uh, before we start yeah. crying, should we move on to the next question? Okay, Kyle's second question, which honestly, this question is so difficult and I could change my answer at any moment, but if you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Are you joking? <laughs> yes, I'm joking. That's not my final Ew. answer. <laughs> um, actually, do you, do you like have an answer ready or? I do. Okay, you, you go first. But also, it's like, if you would ask me an hour ago, it probably would have been different. Mm. Well, say, so, say whatever's on your mind now. I'm just going to go with my favorite meal. It is a very, like, Trinidadian meal. So I'm going to do my best to explain everything in it. So that would be something called macaroni pie. Okay. Which is, I guess I could compare it to, like, a baked mac and cheese casserole. Ooh. Um, but the cheese isn't melted down to a sauce before. So, like, instead of you, like, putting it in a pot and, like, making some sort of sauce with all that cheese, you just, like, put the cheese on top. Mm. It's, you know what? You know what? I'm going to have some later. Yes. <laughs> but, so that, um, curry pork, which is just pork that has been curried Indian style, mm-hmm. like my, <laughs> as my, my family does, and something called kalaloo. Ooh. This is... The national dish of Trinidad and Tobago, it's like a, I would say it's like a stew, but the consistency is kind of more like a soup, if that makes any sense. It's made with dashing leaves, which is like a root. Mm. That's all I can really describe about it because I don't know much about it, but it, it's like a side and also a topping and like a soup and just like, oh, that, that is the perfect meal. Wow. Wow. It sounds so good. It is truly. That's it. But if you ask me tomorrow, I would probably be like, "Holy toast with almond butter and banana." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh okay. my god. I I'm want like that. Salivating. Okay. Do you have one? Yeah. Uh, mine is actually also mac and cheese related. So mine is going to be it's mac and cheese, but specifically my mom's like homemade recipe. So. Oh. This is actually a vegan mac and cheese in that there is not actually cheese in this recipe. And Um, whoa. Right. So I like thinking back as far back as, you know, my memory goes, I just like always remember that this was like part of our dinner rotation growing up. And like, we still make it all the time. Like the last time I was home, we had it, I think twice because my parents know I love it. So 
I think nutritional yeast is like the main cheese substitute in the recipe. And I also think there's mayo somewhere in there, which like I hate mayo in any other context. But I mean, like I was eating this for years before I even knew there was mayo in this. And then they just told me, I was like, oh, I guess that's like, you know, part of what adds the Jenny Sequoia to this. So and there's like a million other ingredients. And I don't think my mom actually invented this one. I'm sure I think she just found it on the Internet somewhere in like the year 2001. But I don't know, just something about the sauce is just extremely iconic. And I probably had this like once a week, you know, for years and years and years growing up um, when I would like have friends over in like middle school and high school, like we would make it for them because like, they always knew I was talking about it and then they would have it. And then I would hit him with that, you know, there's actually no cheese in this. And they're like, what? Like, this is so good. Like, how is there not actually any real cheese in it? So it's it's so good. Like, I, I feel like that that meal more than anything, like, reminds me of home and always will. And it's just super tasty. So I would go with my mom's mac and cheese. Wow, I would love to try it. Yeah, I'm like, I was thinking back, like, has has Steph ever had it? Like, I, I don't think so, because I know, you, like, you've never been to my house, like, at home. No. But someday, I mean, obviously, my, my cooking skills are extremely limited, but um, we'll, we'll find a way to make it work. We'll, we'll trade. You know, nutritional yeast is truly that bitch. <laughs> truly, she did what she had to do and continues to. Oh, Amazing. Never fails to deliver. Okay. okay. Do you have another question? Yeah. So this one comes from Anthony, another one of our devoted listeners. Um, and he asks, what is your dream job? I hate working, but I think <laughs> yeah, I think I do not dream like in my dreams, I do not envision wage labor. But if I I, I can just go into my pick because I've, I've had this pick for like years and years. If it's OK, if I go first. It's not, but go ahead. Okay, fine. Go first then. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. I don't have an answer. <laughs> so I, I do not dream of wage labor, which means that I would literally do this job for free if it was possible. And that is a starting point guard for the NBA. Like, like all of the NBA? Well, any NBA team. Like, obviously, <laughs> I'm a Washington Wizards fan, so ideally for the Washington Wizards. But um, I would do this for any NBA team if it was a possibility. So... Like, I love basketball. I have since, like, probably, like, the last 15 years, at least. I'm, like, I don't know. On my best days, I'm okay at actually playing basketball. I was never on, like, a varsity team or anything. Um, I'm really just, like, tall, and I know what the rules are. And that means that I'm, like, okay. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like if in some circumstance I could, you know, just magically transform into having like NBA level skills. That just always seemed like the most fun job in the world to me. Like playing basketball is just like one of those things that I'll do like with my friends to like, you know, have fun and relax. And obviously like if it's your professional job and you're getting paid millions of dollars with like the pressure that comes with that, like I understand it's probably not fun all of the time, but it just seems like that'd be the coolest job in the world. So um, as much as I love that the, mystery profession that I'm currently in and pursuing um you know I think it'd be fun to be like an NBA point guard wow it sounds like you have put a lot of thought into this I mean like I think I just had that thought in like seventh grade and I was like yeah that sounds cool and I've like just not changed my mind since then because that still sounds cool that does sound really cool (laughs) do you have a do you have a dream job I do I think I have mentioned this to you like very briefly. And if not, you're probably going to laugh. 
Okay. But I would love to be the person who drives the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile <laughs> across the country. You did mention that to me once. I remember that. <laughs> so it's not like it's always been my dream to work with hot dogs. Honestly, <laughs> I don't really like them. They kind of gross me out. Um, but I would love to be a hot dogger, as they are preferred to. <laughs> you get to drive literally this 27-foot hot dog on wheels. That is, if that's not the dream, then I don't know what is. Wait, is it actually, you like, you know it's 27 feet long? Yes. And all you have to do, you have to drive it across the country and just, like, stop at, like, like TV appearances or, like, grocery store events <laughs> or charity functions. But otherwise, you're just, like, driving on the road. Just you, the hot dog, and the highway. <laughs> just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just know I would be perfect at it, so. I feel like that job is much more, like, within the realm of possibility for you than, like, being a professional NBA player is for me. Like, you could reasonably I'm do gonna that. I'm going to do it one of these days. I don't know, like, what qualifications you need for that, but, like, you know how to drive, so. Yeah, like, and I'm a great driver. Yeah. I have been in two accidents, but they're not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> also the car wasn't 27 feet long so like exactly so different... this would be different like yeah. no one would hit me because they would see me right how can you not <laughs> i am definitely gonna look into this after this because <laughs> my current gig is not the best <laughs> literally like that's the perfect job because like not only are you six feet away from everyone you are 27 feet away from i know everyone. you get to live in there like they have everything in there wow it's I'm like a little think. trailer <laughs> um this sounds great um you could follow follow me when i was if i'm an nba player you could just drive from city to city watching my games in our perfect I will. world that's my dream that's why i need it free transportation <laughs> amazing okay um should we do our, our anonymous questions okay yes okay. last couple anonymous questions uh this one could probably be pretty quick dream city to live in anywhere in the world i love so I really don't, I don't think I could really give an answer without having been to that city, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you, know, you always have that idea of a city in your head, but once you get there, like, right. how do you really know? So as far as cities that I've been to, I think I would have to say Amsterdam. Ooh. Ugh, I'm so well-traveled. <laughs> so last year I went on my first solo trip ever. It was so nuts. It was so, I, I've never done anything like that before, wow. but... I actually, my phone actually got stolen (gasps) and I was actually in Amsterdam without my phone. I did get like a replacement phone, but it wasn't like my phone and like it didn't really take good pictures. So really, I have no proof that I was in Amsterdam. But is is that that why you want to like go back just to to get your phone? That's your dream. Yeah. You want to get your phone back? I'm like, this is, I could be here. Like I felt so comfortable. I didn't even have a phone. I didn't have a map. I was just vibing in Amsterdam. And I just felt like, I'm like, I could, I could do this for a long time Mm, that sounds beautiful i love that i've never been there but that once travel becomes a thing again i would love to go we should definitely go yeah and this time i could take pictures and prove that i was there (laughs) yeah we'll we'll keep our phones uh close to our person (laughs) exactly okay what's yours okay so i'll go with the same rules of like only a city that I've actually been to. Um, even though I did have this question in advance, I did not think about it. So I feel like I'm kind of on the spot and that is my fault. But the one that comes to mind immediately is Toronto. I adore the city of Toronto. It's like obviously fairly close, you know, in the grand scheme of things to Buffalo. Like I've been there a handful of times in the few years that I've been 
living in Buffalo. And it's probably, I don't think it's more than a three hour drive to be in like downtown Toronto. And just like wow. all, all of the things that I hate about Buffalo, like Toronto does it well. Like it's a much bigger city, but I feel like it's very livable. Um, it's the big thing is it's like super, super, super queer. And that's like my biggest issue with Buffalo is it's like super not. Like they have this like whole like downtown like gay village in Toronto that like I went out, you know, in one night and it was just so fun. We went to like multiple drag shows. It was it's just such an incredible city. I feel like it has so much like arts and culture and um some of the most beautiful men <laughs> you'll ever see. So I would probably go with Toronto of all the cities that I've been to. I need to go there like again i only went i've only ever been once and it was a one day trip for work so i literally flew in at like 6 a.m and flew out at like 5 p.m yeah no we, and it we was gotta overcast go. the entire day so i didn't even get to see anything once like it's possible to like go into canada as an american again i'll be there we gotta go for like a weekend i'm into it all right uh next anonymous question favorite fast food place slash fast food meal easy Go ahead. So McDonald's has this salad, <laughs> Southwest chicken salad. I like. I feel like you're laughing because you know that this is. It slaps. This salad is literally. I know people are like, "Oh my god, why would you go to McDonald's and order a salad?" Um, because I was on a road trip and that was the best option. I distinctly I... remember like you and Kyle and not me for some reason getting this when we were in Vegas on that road yes. trip. And we, I think there were days on that road trip where we had it literally for lunch and dinner. Like, mm-hmm. we love that salad. It's so good. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> if, you hear, if you hear stuff I'm getting in I'm looking forward car. to going on this road trip so I can get it again. Yes. <laughs> like, I remember also, that's like, we went to McDonald's for dinner before that Lord concert that we talked about. And I got the salad. Yep. <laughs> I will never get anything else there. Except mm. if it's flurry. Right. Right. Um, okay, mine is my favorite fast food meal, probably the number seven combo from Popeyes. I'll, I'll have to go with that. Like, I don't get Popeyes often anymore. I'm trying to think of the last time I even had it. it I'm not even sure I've had it in 2020, to be honest. But um, when I do get Popeyes, that number seven combo, five chicken tenders, you get the side of fries, you get the biscuit, you get the drink. It's just everything you could ask for in a meal. I, I would say I, I really like this is why I don't work for Popeye's marketing is this is the best I can do in terms of like describing it in a way that makes you want to go buy it. But I, you know, that Popeye's number seven combo has always been there for me. And I don't doubt in the future that it will continue to be there for me. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that, that's my emotional support Popeye's. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay. Last question. Okay. Okay. This is anonymous. Uh, best concert you ever went to. Okay, this is a really good question. Did you have an answer prepared? Because I feel like you do. Shockingly, I don't. Um, oh, none man. Of these anonymous I've been questions. I've a lot. Yeah. Um, this is another one where, like, a few come to mind. And I don't know. Like, one that comes to mind immediately is one that we were actually at together, the Charlie XCX concert. Oh, that was a really good one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd have to really think through to think that if that was truly the best one I've ever been to. But it was good. I mean, like, it was in a relatively small, like, venue, I guess. Like, it was obviously not, like, the smallest venue Charlie's ever played. But, like, it was not, like, an arena. It was, like, a 
just kind of like intermediate like size normal place. size concert hall right and i feel like the smaller the venue like the more lit the charlie xcx show is so um it was great in that regard and it was on the tour right after she released uh the charlie album last year which is a great album and she's like playing all the songs we love from that album um and i just have like amazing memories um from that show i don't know if you have one i can like keep thinking and see if any other one any other concerts pop into my my immediate thought was one that i actually mentioned earlier today in this podcast was ariana grande last year that was obviously perfect because Everything she does is perfect, but also Normani opened for her, and that was yes. just a very surreal experience for me. She is so talented. It is, it's insane. It's like criminal how underrated Normani is. We so getting to see Normani. her in real life was just is such a blessing. Like she is such an amazing performer. She's a great dancer. Her costumes are on point. Like so overall, that was a great concert night. I've also seen the main like a billion times and every time it's just so like it like grips my heart. Like I like the main is one of my favorite bands of all time. So every time I see them, it's like a great concert, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's also one of my more recent ones. Not recent, like recent as in like the last year. Yeah. I also saw Ariana Grande on that tour and Normani was opening for her. And like, I agree with every, everything you said. Literally, Normani, fire your management that is holding you back. Let me and Steph manage your career. Seriously, I would promote you better than your marketing team does right now. We will do it. Um, but also, like, I distinctly remember even, like, I mean, a year and a half plus later, like, the Normani was wearing this outfit. It was, like, this silver, like, super shiny, like, bodysuit type of thing. And she posted wow. it on Instagram the next day. I was just like, this is the most beautiful picture I have ever seen is just Normani wearing this thing like backstage at the key bank center in downtown Buffalo. And like, this is the best anyone has ever looked in the city of Buffalo. Like, Oh my God. Amazing. Um, Yeah. I think, I think I'll stick with my original answer um, of the Charlie XCX show. There's some, there's also like people I've seen at festivals who did like a really good set. Like the one time I've seen Beyonce was at a festival. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, obviously, I don't even need to explain how that was. Right. I felt all my emotions. I was crying. I was smiling. I was screaming. The power that she has. Mm. <laughs> wow. Mm. Yes. Okay. Like I that. Everything that I said is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any other ones. I mean, honestly, I think the other, like, big contender for me would be that lord concert like seeing lord on the melodrama tour i mean who else aside from a handful of other people like who else in the grand scheme of things can say that they saw her at that point of her career supporting yeah that? who knows what she's doing right now like so right. i'm glad we vibing. saw her what we did literally wow okay well i think that's all the questions Ugh, thank you to everyone who submitted a question if yeah, you want us to you. do this again, or if you're hearing this and you're like, I wish they talked about this, like, just let me know because I might have more to say than you think. And we might actually make it an entire segment. We might. That would be, I, we would, I mean, I would, I would totally be down for that, a, a recurring. Or if there's you know. something that you want to talk about and you feel like no one wants to talk about it with you, let us know and you could be a guest and then we could talk about it together. 
That's right. We're here. We're just vibing. We're, I think, the last two people in America who generally just, like, stay home and, you know, not go places that we don't need to go um, because there's still COVID. But, you know, uh, hit us up. So if you want to chat, I said my Instagram already, so you should have been paying attention. (laughs) That's right. Jot that down. (laughs) Okay. Okay, recommendations of the week. Oh, yes. Once again, hit us up if you've been looking into any of the things that we recommended. Um, Any of the myriad of books, music and TV shows and other products. Hit us up if you've enjoyed any of these. We'd like to know. Would you like to start? Sure. So my recommendation of the week, I just finished this book yesterday. And it's, again, one of those books that I just is significantly better than a lot of what I read a lot of the time. So the book is Homegoing by Ya Jesse. And this book is, I think, four years old at this point and got major, major, you know, critical and popular acclaim when it first came out. So I don't think that I'm saying anything like novel or this is not like a book that nobody's heard of. But I personally just read it for the first time this past week and I thought it was absolutely extraordinary. Um, also, the the author, Ya Jesse, um, is coming, I think her second book, um, the follow-up to this critically acclaimed uh, book, Homegoing, uh, just recently came out. Um, so, you know, it's a, a good time to be bring, bringing her work up, um, whether you've read her first book or not. So this book, um, I'm looking at the kind of brief synopsis here, and it says that there's these two half-sisters who are born into different villages in 18th century Ghana. Um, And the book kind of follows their divergent paths from there. And what's really interesting about this book is it's told in a series of vignettes where each vignette is like a 20 to 30 page um, kind of piece about each subsequent generation um, that follows from these two original sisters. One of them um, uh, like remains in Ghana and um in at the time is like uh you know being colonized by britain and under you know colonial rule and they talk about that um all the way through like you know Ghanaian independence and uh what it's like in you know sort of modern day ghana um, and the other sister um is sold into the transatlantic slave trade and um, much of their subsequent, um, you know, sort of family tree develops in what becomes uh, America. So, oh my God, I read this book. Oh, did you? Yes. Now that you're describing it, I totally remember. Yeah, yeah. Isn't this it book amazing? Was incredible. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, I mean, as just like a piece of literature, it's beautifully written. It's extremely compelling. It's. I feel like it's. I imagine, like, I don't write obviously, but I imagine it's really hard to like tell these like really compelling um individual narratives of these characters in such a short amount of time like she really doesn't have a lot of like you know space for each individual character but every single one of them just like is totally unique and stands out and she gets you to care about them in such a quick amount of time and then obviously like the larger context of the book is i feel like this is such a um it's a significant piece of like historical fiction and I saw one of the reviews I was reading said that it makes just like an absolutely, you know, rock solid case for reparations for black people in America today. And 
I think that, uh, you know, reading this book and just being reminded of whether it was, you know, the transatlantic slave trade or, you know, existing in the times of like the Civil War or Reconstruction or even modern day America, um, you know, that assessment is absolutely right. And um, I think it's a very um, important book for people to be reading now. Um, and I highly, highly recommend it. I could not put it down. And yeah, also she just came out. absolutely amazing. Yeah. And she just came out with another one that I'm very excited to read. I think I'm going to start it over the next couple of weeks. I am also excited to check that out. Oh, I remember the, wow, just the way that, like, exactly everything that you said makes a great case for reparations. And it just, the themes of family in this, mm-hmm. the interconnectedness of also adding in, like, race and ethnicity. It was so, Wow. Now that I remember the book, I'm like, we have to talk about this. Yeah. And everyone else has to read it so we can talk about it as well. Please. Wow. Thank okay. you for reminding me of that. Now I'm so excited. Yeah. All right. What's your rec? <laughs> okay. So my recommendation is actually an album that came out on Friday. Yes. And that is Blackpink's yes. new album. Yes. Blackpink. Um, the album. The so album. I have never really listened to Blackpink before. But after Friday's release, I am definitely a fan. Was there it's maybe a little bit of like a shorter album? Sorry, what were you gonna ask? Oh, sorry, I was just gonna rudely interrupt and say, like, was there maybe somebody in your life who kind of pushed you to listen to Blackpink a little bit? Okay, I mean, I guess that was you, but <laughs> thank you. But you also didn't do it like that much. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wow, I'm very into them. Um, for everyone who doesn't know, Blackpink is a South Korean girl group. They most recently, yesterday, they released a single with Cardi B. They made that ice cream song with Selena Gomez, which is not my favorite, but <laughs> Same. I do have to give it to them. And they also have that really popular song on like TikTok, How You Like That. Mm-hmm. That song is so, ooh, wow. <laughs> and uh, they've just been crushing it lately. I feel like they're finally getting the recognition they deserve. I know I just said that I just heard this <laughs> them, but I could already tell that they deserve better. Yeah. You know? So. They've Black had a big Pink year. Is indeed I mean, in my area. True. Whether it's like their album or uh, the songs on TikTok, or they were also featured on Chromatica, one of the few features. Yes. Um, Sour Candy, one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I would agree with that. I'm a huge Blackpink uh, fan. I would second your recommendation. Everyone should go listen to the album, um, especially the song with Cardi B. I cannot stop listening to that song ever since it came yeah, out. Yeah, I'm a big fan. They are also on a song with Julipa, Kiss and Makeup. Mm-hmm. Great remix. Also, another great remix sidebar is Levitating by Julipa and DaBaby. Ah, it's so good. So I would say actually just generally yesterday, I had a pretty good New Music Friday which is nice because I feel like my new music Friday on Spotify kind of sets how the Friday and the weekend is going to go. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And sometimes like new music Friday is just not it. I feel like when like, I don't know, at least when I was like really stuck at home for like the last, like the, the first, you know, major phase of quarantine, I feel like there were a lot of like really strong albums, like future nostalgia came out, chromatica came out. There were a lot of really great music coming out. But like the past few weeks until this past Friday, I feel like it just it was kind of nobody major was releasing anything. And then this past Friday, like the Blackpink album, 
um, the Dua Lipa remix. Um, gosh, there's something else I'm forgetting. There's like, I don't know. I know it's not the Sean Mendes song because I thought that was like kind of a, okay, like whatever. The Meg Thee Stallion song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one I was forgetting. Yeah, that song slaps. Uh, Jay Sean also has a new song. I, I know that's kind of like a, a little bit different from what we were just <laughs> talking about, but uh, BTS was on a remix right. of something, and I love BTS, another group that I definitely need to get into. I would not say that they are underrated because everyone loves them, <laughs> and now I understand why. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, Jordan Sparks came out with a new song. I I wasn't really into that one. If I'm honest, I have not even listened to it yet. But it, I was not into it. I, I will think... support Jordan Sparks in anything that she does. I will say that. Yes, I'm happy for her, but <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> um, another thing is a deep cut, but I was excited to see that Cascada, the band from that did like Every Time We Touch and Evacuate the Dance Floor, they came Cascada out. Cascada is just one girl. Maybe it is. I'm not actually sure. Um, I think it's just one blonde girl. Okay. Well, Cascada herself <laughs> came out with her first single in a long time. And I was like so ready to be obsessed with it. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I didn't think it was good like at all. So maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. Wow. I got to check that one out. Yeah. Let me, let me know if, if you think it's good. I feel like you probably will agree with me. Cause I, I really, you know, cause I love all of her songs. Yeah. Okay. Evacuate the dance floor. <laughs> oh, sorry. Were you going to end the podcast? Um, we can, we can evacuate the podcast. Okay. Yes. Sorry, everyone. I almost <laughs> made it through an entire episode without singing, but I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until next week, girl listening to this podcast. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.